0: lovely joy of Simply Story Poetry, and welcome to my new series titled Simply Create to Share, which will consist of weekly articles where I'll be sharing the journey of my creativity, which is writing poetry. This year, I'm adventuring into non-fiction writing, in which I'll be covering topics like what books, songs, and creative people motivated and directed my progress from being too shy and uneducated to share my poetry with anyone to sharing them with the world whilst enjoying the journey. I'm not famous or wealthy with money, but I am wealthy with a passion for writing poetry. And that passion drove me to learn how to overcome my shyness and self-doubt, to share my creativity and encourage others to do the same. Last week, I kick-started the year by encouraging you to take the time now to start doing your creative something, whether it be for the first time ever, or whether you plan to continue your creativity during this new year, whether it be writing, painting, craft work, photography or, like myself, poetry, whatever is on your heart to create. As Paul McCartney sings about in his song, Do It Now. Two weeks ago, I started my creativity for the new year by scribbling out a rough plan for the next six months. Which is to have two novels published that are based on my life story and written by the young author Kate Kelson. I'll be publishing the many poems that relate to both stories during the first half of this year, 2022. Next week, I'll share with you how I put together my rough plan. I use this method every January and whenever I start a new project. This week, I want to share with you a book that I read that changed my attitude towards my creativity. In September of 2019, my daughter suggested I read Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert the author of Eat, Pray, Love, which you probably know became a major motion movie and, by the way, is one of my favourite movies. I didn't like the title. It sounded mystical and new age, but I was attracted to the subtitle, Creative Living Beyond Fear, and my daughter insisted that I would like it. My main takeaway from the book was the author's encouragement to start creating something and keep creating. Don't stop at one book, one poem, one painting. Continue to create for the pure love and joy of creating. Share your creation with the world, however small or large that might be, and then start another creation and repeat the process. The book inspired me to create the formula, Create, share, repeat. Create something new. Write it. Make it. Form it. Share your something. Gift it. Sell it. Tell it. Sing it. Repeat your something. Improve it. Keep doing it. Or start a new something. Elizabeth Gilbert encourages us to create because you love to create. Share it because you love to share. If it develops into a paying profession, great. If it doesn't, great. Just follow your creative curiosity. Let the gift that has been given to you bubble up and out from your heart. Dig deep and enjoy discovering new depths and areas to your gift. She advises us to appreciate the value of our own joy in the creative process. I liked her suggestion to spend as much time as possible in this creative state of being. As living a creative life is an amplified life, a bigger life, an expanded life. interesting life. Every time I wrote a poem over the years it felt unnatural and selfish not to share them with anyone. But now I was convinced that it was time to learn how to share them both in book form and online and to enjoy the process. But I felt scared. I needed time to build up the courage to share my poetry with anyone, let alone the world, which was my ultimate goal. I needed the courage to face rejection and criticism of my work. What if I never made any money from my creation? The first thing most people ask me when I share my goal with them is, Will you make any money from this? Back then, I would fumble over my words, trying to defend my goal. The voice of fear was shouting loud and clear, Why bother doing something if you can't be successful in the world's eyes? Who would emotionally support me? Does anybody out there even like poetry? Would anyone like my style of poetry? Elizabeth mentions different ways we feel fear towards our creativity. She asks, are you afraid you have no talent? That you will be criticised, ridiculed, or worse, ignored? That there is no market for your idea, and therefore there's no point in pursuing it? Are you afraid someone else has already done it and better than you? that someone will steal your idea or content so therefore it's safer to keep it hidden are you afraid you don't you won't be taken seriously that your work isn't politically emotionally spiritually artistically important enough to change anybody's life so therefore it's not worth doing are you afraid your dreams goals are embarrassing That may seem silly to others? That you'll look back on your creative endeavor and consider it has been a waste of time, effort, and money? Are you afraid that you don't have the right discipline? That you don't have the right workspace? That you don't have the time to explore your creativity? Are you afraid you don't have the financial ability? That you don't have the right education? That it might release your innermost demons that you don't want to face? Are you afraid your best years are behind you? That you've neglected your creativity for so long that it won't come back now? Or that you're too old? Or too young? Or that because nothing has gone well in your life so far... So why would something go well for you now? Then she says, Don't defend your limitations. She says this by explaining that fear has a boring, mundane, repeating message throughout the whole journey. I word it this way. Fear says, don't start it. Stop doing it. Don't finish it. Fear is not original, it's mass-produced and available to everyone. But we have individual, original creativity within each one of us. So, defend your individual creativity. She continues, and I quote, Creativity is a pathway for the brave, but not for the fearless. Bravery is doing something scary. Fearlessness is not understanding what scary means. Fear will always show up when you are being creative. Fear hates realms of uncertain outcomes. Creativity asks you to enter realms of uncertain outcomes. Fear and creativity need to coexist. Creativity is does not take one step forward without marching beside fear. One of the first things that I did after reading the book was to connect with a writer's group in my local community and with other poets and poetry groups online. I don't spend a lot of time connecting with those, but I find regular meeting together keeps me accountable to my creative goal and provides a time and a space to work on my creative activity. So I encourage you to connect with a group that provides quality time, space and encouragement in your particular creative activity. Some groups meet online and some meet face-to-face. I prefer to meet in my local community face-to-face. And if you can't find a group of your creative activity, why not start one up? But don't get too busy running the meetings, leaving not enough time to work on your creative goal. So keep it simple, create your something, share it, and then repeat the process. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.